how do we stop believing money lies that we have been believing for years that might be leading us to having a scarcity money mindset? Well, it's the self-determination, discipline, and the right mental approach to money that drives even the most economically challenged to overcome odds and build wealth. Your money mindset can drive you forward or it can drag you back. Hey, this is Allison and welcome to the Inspire Budget Podcast where we talk all things budgeting, debt, and saving money. Today's episode is hitting a little bit close to home because we're talking about scarcity versus abundance money mindset. Now, I will be the first to admit that I still struggle with a scarcity mindset around money. So we're going to be talking about it. We're going to talk about how to go from having a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, what it even is and what it looks like. So let's dive in. Before we jump into this, I do want to tell you a little story. I remember I was at recess years ago as a teacher, as a former teacher, I was at recess watching my fourth grade students play one spring day when another teacher walked over to where I was standing. He who should not be named (laughs) told me that he had heard my husband and I were trying to pay off our student loans. By this point in our debt-free journey, I was very vocal about our goals and our mission. I was ready to talk about it with basically anyone because I was pumped up and excited about possibly being debt-free one day. This man was a teacher at our school, and so was his wife. They were both about maybe 15 years older than my husband and me, and because we appeared to have so much in common, he thought it was appropriate to share his own opinion about our goals. He said, I hear that you and Matt are trying to pay off debt, even your student loans. And I said, absolutely, we have a really big goal we want to reach, and I'll never forget his next words because they cut so close to home. Good luck with that. You'll always have debt because you're two teachers. He gave this small laugh like he totally understood, put his hands in his pockets and walked away. I was shocked. I couldn't find any words, which if you know me is very uncommon. I stood at the playground speechless, wondering how he knew one of my deepest fears and insecurities. How did he know what I had once believed to be true? His words that we would never pay off debt mirrored the thoughts I held before we started our debt-free journey. These were the exact words I told myself that fateful night while sitting in the kitchen table with my husband. I'll always have debt because we are two teachers. I believed we would never become debt-free on two teacher salaries. I believed we would never build wealth as two teachers. I believed we were destined for the paycheck to paycheck life because of our jobs and our salaries. I sat in silence and shock until a new thought emerged, one that would have never revealed itself years prior. Just because you still have student loans, doesn't mean I have to. Just because you are a teacher who is in debt doesn't mean that's my future. Just because that's your reality doesn't make it mine. That was the first time someone openly, to my face, questioned our family's personal money choices. It was the first time someone thought they could blatantly force their scarcity mindset about money onto me. Yet, it was also the first time I thought, Just watch me. I know what I'm capable of. 
Just because you may not have a high paying job doesn't mean you can't reach your money goals. You are capable of becoming debt free. You are capable of investing, building wealth and living a different life from the one that you are in right now. It all starts with one step in the right direction. So to the fellow teacher who laughed at me that day, you were wrong. His scarcity mindset was rearing its ugly head that day, and he attempted to force his mindset onto me. But what he didn't know was that I had already done the work to start letting go of my scarcity money mindset and create an abundance mindset around money. And thank goodness I had done the work on myself or else I may have actually believed the money lies he was telling me. So what is a scarcity money mindset? Well, it is the belief that there will never be enough of something. When applied to money, a scarcity mindset can manifest itself in several ways. It leads us to believe money lies that we probably need to unpack. Someone with a scarcity money mindset might think, I'll never make enough money. There is not enough money in the world for me. I will always struggle financially. I have to buy this item I want now because I'll never be able to afford it in the future. Or a teacher, even a dual income household of two teachers, can never become debt free. Whereas an abundance mindset is the complete opposite. When you have an abundance mindset, you believe that there is enough of everything for everyone. You might think there's more than enough money in the world for me. I can buy this item later because money will come to me. There will always be enough money to meet my goals. And my personal favorite, I can become debt-free no matter my profession, even if I'm a teacher. So how do we actually replace a scarcity money mindset with an abundance mindset when it comes to your money, especially if you've been carrying around a scarcity money mindset for years? Well, it all comes down to the money lies we believe and how we react to our money. Rewriting this thought process will take time, but doesn't it make sense that it would take time? You've been thinking probably, you've probably been thinking one way about money for a very long time. So naturally, it will take time and effort to rewrite those thoughts. If you've had a scarcity mindset about money, chances are it's been forming for years on end. However, you're the gatekeeper to your mindset, thank goodness, right? And you can shift your mindset at any time. So how do we stop believing money lies that we have been believing for years that might be leading us to having a scarcity money mindset? Well, it's the self-determination, discipline, and the right mental approach to money that drives even the most economically challenged to overcome odds and build wealth. Your money mindset can drive you forward or it can drag you back. You've had money thoughts and beliefs for years, but if these thoughts are no longer serving you, then it's time to completely rewrite these thoughts. Your scarcity money thoughts are essentially money lies that you keep telling yourself. Today's episode is brought to you by my budget to build wealth. Here's the truth. I do not believe, actually, I refuse to believe that wealth is just for the rich. I believe that wealth can be built on a budget without sacrificing what you love to spend money on. I fully believe that budgeting is the quickest, 
most effective way for you to reach your money goals. So whether your goal is to stop living paycheck to paycheck, pay off those student loans that have been hanging over your head, or find room in your budget every single month so that way you can start investing for your future, you're going to need a guide, a plan to get yourself there, which is exactly what I'm sharing in my free training, Budget to Build Wealth. In this training, I'm gonna be sharing three massive mistakes that people make with their budget and their financial plan, so that way you can avoid them. I'm gonna be sharing with you the secret to freeing up more money in your budget each month, so that way you can send extra money to your goals, and I'm going to be sharing with you my tried and true four-step framework to budgeting your way to wealth without giving up what you love. Plus, there is a very special free gift for anyone who stays until the end. You can sign up by going to inspiredbudget.com slash class, or just click the link in my show notes. You'll be able to choose a time that works for your schedule, and I'll see you there. I turned to social media one day and asked my followers and community to share the money lies they have believed in either the past or present. I was amazed to read their response. Below are just a handful of them. Here we go. Budgets are limiting. I can't enjoy my life on a budget. Investing is for rich people. That's a money lie. I don't make a lot of money, so I'll always be broke. I'll start budgeting when I make more money. I'm too old to save for retirement. I started too late. I hear that one a lot. I'm bad with money, so why bother trying to manage it? I was raised poor, so that's my future. These money lies are usually based on emotions, past experiences, and our own limited mindset. They are easy to believe because you've likely believed them for years on end. But once you recognize these thoughts as lies, you can completely change them. It all comes down to questioning the money thoughts that enter your mind. This practice takes time, and the more you practice it, the easier it will become. So here's what I want you to do. When a scarcity money thought or money lie enters your mind, I want you to ask yourself these five questions. Number one, is the money thought true? Number two, how do I feel when I believe this thought? Number three, how do I treat myself when I believe this thought? Number four, what if I didn't have this money thought? Would it have an impact on my confidence to handle money? And number five, how can I replace this thought with one that serves me better? For example, years ago, I believed the lie that my husband and I would forever have student loans. It felt nearly impossible to pay them off. The accruing interest, high minimum payments, and loan balance were just totally overwhelming. Our student loans alone could have deterred us from the dream of becoming debt-free because they totaled over $80,000 of the debt we had. However, I questioned the lie that I will always have student loans and learned how to reframe that thought. Here's an example of me actually walking through that process. So here's the money lie. I will always have student loans. Question number one, is that money thought true? My answer would be no. I guess I could pay them off. Even if it takes me my entire lifetime of my teaching career, I won't always have student loans. The second question that we ask ourselves for the money lie, I will always have student loans, is how do I feel when I believe this money thought? Well, I can tell you right now that when I believe that thought, I will always have student loans, I feel like a failure. I'm angry with myself for taking out so many student loans or choosing a career path that 
doesn't pay as much as others. I'm annoyed, frustrated with where I found myself and I feel stuck and disappointed. So all in all, not good. I don't feel good. The third question I'm going to ask myself for that money lie, the money lie being I will always have student loans is how do I treat myself when I believe that I'll always have student loans? I would say that I start feeling shame and I tell myself, Allison, you should have known better. I start to feel dumb and I believe everyone else knew something that I didn't know and I just treat myself kind of poorly. The next question is, what if I didn't have this money thought? How would I feel? And that's where things start to turn around because I realized that if I didn't believe that I'll always have student loans, I would probably feel more confident. I would feel at peace regardless of whether or not I had student loans. I wouldn't feel like my student loans were such an emotional burden on me. Instead, I would see them as just another hurdle to overcome. In fact, if I didn't believe the thought that I'll have student loans forever, then my student loans would have no weight on how I view myself or my past money choices, which would have been incredible if I could have done that work years ago. The last question to ask yourself when you're faced with a money lie is how can I replace this thought with one that serves me better? So for the lie, I will always have student loans. I could replace that thought by saying I won't always have student loans. I can pay them off and it will be worth the effort I make. My children will see me and my husband work hard to prioritize more money. They will see what it's like to celebrate hard work and reach your goals, even if it takes longer than I want. Now, the first time that you question your money lies or your scarcity money mindset, it's going to feel unnatural. Don't let that deter you. The reason it feels unnatural is because you've never questioned these thoughts before. So instead, you accepted them as fact when they are actually just thoughts based on emotions. Now, speaking of emotions, people often feel embarrassed or ashamed when they try to identify things about themselves that they do want to change. They feel like they are somehow saying they are bad or did something wrong to end up with this mindset. Now, you can't let those emotions get in your way. The reality is that you're human. We all are. Embrace it and be honest with questioning your money lies. When you're willing to rewrite the money lies that enter your mind, you'll be one step closer to creating a money mindset that brings you joy and abundance. Now, I do want you to know that the five questions for addressing money lies were partially inspired by Byron Katie's The Work, which is a process for identifying what can make you happier in life. I personally love Byron Katie's philosophy and the work. So these questions were inspired by that. Just a quick recap. Just a quick recap. One very effective way to work on changing your scarcity money mindset and creating an abundance money mindset is to question the lies, the money lies that enter your mind. And we can do that by answering these five questions. Number one, is this money thought true? Number two, how do I feel when I believe this money thought? Number three, how do I treat myself when I believe this thought? Number four, what if I didn't have this money thought? How would I feel? How would it have an impact on my confidence? And number five, how can I replace this thought with one that serves me better? I fully believe that working on changing your money mindset takes time, but it also brings about so much goodness in your life. And if you want to learn more about changing your money mindset and laying a strong financial foundation for your life, then 
you need to grab my book, Money Made Easy. This book can be found in stores, online at Amazon, at Barnes and Noble. It's all about how to budget, pay off debt, and save money. I just know you're going to love it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode all about money mindset. If you're loving the Inspire Budget Podcast, can you do me a favor? Can you just really quickly go down to wherever you're listening to this and leave a rating and review. I read every single one of them. It's a really great way for you to support me because it allows my podcast to be pushed out to others. I'll be back next week with another brand new episode of the Inspire Budget Podcast. See you then.